The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy, the coaching staff, and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants, Advocate Healthcare, Verizon, and Miller Lite. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. And a pleasant good evening, everybody. Welcome to PNC Studios at Hallis Hall and the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy. I'm Jeff Joniak with you until 8 o'clock tonight. We'll also be joined by Chuck Pagano at the bottom of the hour. Good evening, Matt. Uh, no, no sleep was uh, not on the table this morning. Uh, late red-eye arrival around uh, 5.45, 6 a.m. So you had plenty of time to look at the tape. And what would you see? Well, yeah, it was a, uh, a quick night for sure. And you get back and you, you want to go through and just see where, where things are at. And, you know, you start off offensively getting uh, those two sudden changes there with the defense. And I think uh, it goes back to, again, fast starts, uh, being able to put points up. And it didn't happen. We missed a couple of those field goals. And, um, and But all that said, uh, you know, it's just you end up having on offense 74 plays and, and not a lot of attempts in the red zone. Um, you just want to be able to, to score more points, and uh, seven points just doesn't do it. Yeah, 74 plays, you're thinking in your mind, <clears throat> what kind of scoring are you talking about? 74 well, yeah. plays. Well, you, you want to – in that case, you'd love to be in the 30s. Yeah. You know, you want to be up there and, and, and have more points, so – all right, let's talk uh, Mitchell Trubisky, uh, the, the hit pointer that you discussed uh, early in the day today, just how that all went down. It's it's a swirling story is yeah. what it is nationally and locally. Yeah, yeah. So it's really, like like I said this morning, It's uh, uh, it was it was on, happened on the, the last play, the sack that, that we ended up taking, the last play of the second quarter. He took a knee right to that hip, and uh, you can see him wincing there after uh, when he was getting up. So we went into halftime and he got checked out and, and it was a, more of a, a pain management thing. And so uh, we were ready to rock and roll and get out there and that's what we did. And so, but the more the game went on, it became stiffer and stiffer and, and uh, uh, it, that, that's hard. And it was, it was a lot of pain and it was affecting in some of his mechanics. And, and so at that point now you, you get to where you have to make a decision uh, as a coach is, is it affecting the team? because of some of the decision-making or ability to make plays or throws with, with the game plan. And that's a, that's literally exactly what it came down to. I had a discussion with him one-on-one, and uh, it was hard for him because he's a fighter. You know, he's, he's, he's tough as nails, and he, he did not want to uh, admit or say that, that he was that hurt or in pain, but he was, and, and that's, that's why we made that decision. You know, it's interesting, uh, just a week ago at the Dak Prescott warm-up with the hips, yeah. you know, that, that yeah. has become a thing now. Yeah. Uh, and Mitch basically saying he couldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, and and again, to I I really think, and Jeff, you know, you go back and you watch these games, and you'll see it. It's uh, it's very evident in the second half. Um, there's some some plays more than others, depending on what he has to do. But you can see uh, just when we know exactly what the mechanics are, what they're supposed to look like every play, whether it's pre-snap or post-snap uh, or after the play, you can see it's there. And and so over time, as it went on. Um, it just got a little worse, you know, worse and worse, and and uh, we we made that decision. How do you feel about the insinuation that it's something else? Yeah, I oh I I completely understand why why people would would go there or say that uh, when you when you don't you know you're you're looking you're observing the whole time you have no idea words that are being said you don't really understand uh, the dynamics of it I completely 
understand and respect that. But that's why I think it's nice to be able to have clarification in, in really what happened. And we want we want to get him right. You know, we, we we wanted him to be right last night to go down there and have a chance to come back and win the game, but it just it just wasn't ready. And have you ever had a hip pointer as a quarterback? I never have, huh? Yeah. Um, what what what's it look like then for something like that for him this week? Again, we'll find out more here in the next day or two. Uh, have a good idea. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed for him, but and I hope that that uh, that it's. Uh, minor enough to where we can get ready to to go this week, but again, we'll we'll know more here in the next couple of days. If you can uh, put into context and perspective on what he has gone through this, season, yeah, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you name it. Yeah, you know, you hit it right on the head, and and um, you know, it's it's a uh, every every one of those words you just said has affected uh, all of us, but in particular him. You know, he's a 25 year old kid that's that uh, has a lot going on right now, and and so we're uh, we're in full support of, of trying to help him out as much as we can. Uh, nobody wants to win more than Mitch Trubisky for this organization. He wants it more than anybody, and we appreciate that. And and so when you see somebody going through what he's going through, physically, emotionally, spiritually, yeah, you have to be there to help him, and that's what we want to do. It's always risky to to read body language. Uh... Good or bad, and but I commented to Tom Thayer, my broadcast partner in the booth last night, at various points of that game from the beginning, including and then that 12-play ADR drive. He looked like he was having fun. He looked like he was in control. He looked at times very, very good. So I was thinking this was going to be a, a great story at the end of the night. Uh, obviously, it turned in a different direction, but at times throughout the game, were you reading the same thing? I was, and 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 really, you know, even even with with not having points in that first half, you could sense that it was a carryover from the previous week. He 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 was at the sideline was the same. He was his demeanor was great, all of that. But I will I will say that there were some times coming off the field in the second half where you could kind of sense that something was off, something wasn't right, and. Um, that's when we all just started noticing. Okay, there's there's more to this than than this isn't this isn't anything but that. And and we we uh, kept our our fingers on it and and uh, move forward with it. The play to Anthony Miller, if he gets a little more air on that, mm-hmm. that could be a touchdown on that throw. Yeah, it could. And and there's other options too within that play. And he came back and made that throw. The kid made a good play, but put a little bit more air on it downfield, and and uh, you end up having a big play and. Uh, that's that's all part of the progression. Yeah, and, and we're also assuming that all these routes are being run specifically, exactly right. And uh, given what timing and rhythm is in terms of a pass play, from the drop to the, st- to the stop and the, and the send of the pass to the route and it's run, um, those are all factors in. And you know, I think we'd all agree that across the board, everybody else needs to help him. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. And, and our guys know that I'm a very honest person, and when it comes down to details and accountability, uh, they know that we demand uh, perfection with that. And and so I would say yesterday there was um, – there were some times where we could have been a little bit better in our in our uh, details of some things without getting into too many deta- uh, too much information, and um, that's that's just uh, a part of how this offense goes. And until we understand that, uh, we're, you know, it, we're not going to score points like we need to. Route running, it is precision. Do you feel generally this season 
that still has been a work in progress. It's it's consistency of it. That's the big thing. Our wide receivers have had a hell of a year. I mean, they've they've played well. I, I'm really impressed with the the work that Coach Furry's done with them, and they've they've uh, you know there's a lot of routes now in in this uh, in this offense, and there's a lot of adjustments as well. So there's going to be mistakes. That's that's 100 percent going to happen. It's making sure you don't you don't repeat them. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Right around the ball, trio left, one to the right. Corners off at the top of the field, snap back, another stun inside, picked up. Mitch throwing, right side, Cohen to catch, at the one, into the end zone, touchdown. Near sideline, Bears around the board for the first time. Terrific uh, catch by Tariq Cohen for the touchdown. Great footwork there, Matt, uh, to make sure you got both feet down. Yeah, it was. It was a uh, it was a good route. It was a good throw by Mitch, giving them a chance to to make that play. We we were able to catch them in a coverage that we prepped in all week, and they ended up double teaming uh, um, a Rob, and it allowed uh, uh, Tariq to have one on one with the linebacker, and that's what we got. So it was nice to to see that happen. He did get a bunch of touches yesterday and and ran the ball uh, well too. Probably some of the best of the season. He had over four yards of carry, a couple of good strong burrowing runs. Um, and I appreciated his enthusiasm, despite the loss after the game. I mean, it, it's it's a killer. There's no question about it. It, it affects things significantly. But um, he, he maintains the stance that when the consistency and the execution become what you need it to be, that you guys will be unstoppable. He, he, he takes that to heart, and he, he repeats it. And, and I love that about him, and, and I think that just goes to show um, – you know where where we're at. We we completely completely understand the frustration right now with with our offense. We all do as players. We understand it from everybody, and and we don't we don't expect anything different. Um, we we want to continue. We're, we're not going to stop uh, fighting. We're not going to stop doing everything we can to put together and start that. Uh, that big game that we know we can do and then keep that consistently. So you appreciate when a guy is like that right after a game that he believes that, and I believe I believe it when he says it. Yeah, there was the uh, thought that Jalen Ramsey would be locked up with uh, Allen Robinson over the course of the game, and that pretty much was true, although he had other coverages as well. Uh, so that did give a lot of opportunities to spread it around a little bit. Um, there were plenty of targets to to make plays. Were you pleased with how it was spread around overall? Yeah, I mean, when you go back and look at it, uh, we did spread. There was a bunch of targets to a lot of different guys. Uh, Ramsey's a hell of a corner, so you you know there's going to be times where he's going to make some plays. Um, I, I thought one one play in particular that was that was a really good play by Anthony Miller was on on the third down and I think four or five. Uh, he had Ramsey pressing him. One on one, and he beat him. He beat him pretty good, and made a nice catch on third down. So, to me, that's a growth. That's growth for that kid, uh, going up against one of the best corners in the game and being able to succeed. Uh, so, uh, as far as Allen Robinson goes, uh, we we know what he is, and he, he had that one the the one drop there, the bang bang play with the DB, and that doesn't happen. That's not who he is. But we have we have so much uh, faith in him. Uh, Aaron Donald showed up everywhere, but. You know he wasn't a, a game wrecker, mm-hmm. but still, boy, you know he—it's almost impossible to deal with this. And there was a couple of occasions that he was left one on one, and the guys hung in there. But you can only do it for so long. Yeah. Well, you—you you just said it. Our goal, our goal, to be completely honest, is to not let him be the game wrecker and and be that that guy that strip sacks the quarterback for a you know for a, a, a touchdown on defense. He does that a lot. Uh, he's a special special player. 
Uh, and then we have some, uh, you know, some inexperienced young offensive linemen as well. So uh, that's a that's a great challenge for him. But um, yeah, there's times where he penetrates. But li- th- listen, that wasn't the that's no. last night wasn't the first time. You see it repeatedly four or five, six, seven times a game. That's just what he does. How did David Montgomery look to you, given the ankle sprain during the week? Right. Yeah. Well. Well. Uh, I thought that health-wise, he, he looked better than what I was expecting. Uh, he ran the ball hard when he had the opportunities to. It's hard when you miss some reps in practice and, and some of the timing of that. But uh, again, a lot of respect for who he is. He's a fighter. He wanted to be out there, and and uh, hopefully he'll be a lot better this week. Uh, Mark Grody, our sideline reporter, mentioned it that, that some of the players were complaining about the field even pregame. And in, in, in truth, looking back at every snap uh, on the plane ride home, um, both teams were slipping all over the place. Um, did you get that feedback from the guys, and how do you uh, compensate for that during the course of a game when that's in their head, really, it's that's been happening? Right, yeah. <clears throat> so I, I didn't get much from the players last night. Uh, I'm sure that they'll discuss it a little bit more here, but – uh, I did notice it when I was watching the tape as well. You see a bunch of, uh, of guys slipping, and um, there was a couple times where there could have been some big plays. Uh, but so I'm, I'm sure they'll they'll look into that. It might be a reach here, but I'll throw it out there anyway. Would that affect the kicking game in any way too? Given the the importance of a plant foot for a guy like Eddie Pinero on field goals? No, I don't think so. I mean, you know, their their kicker. I know he gets he's, it's his home field yeah. there, but. Um, it shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't affect it. I think uh, Eddie knows that that uh, those are field goals that that uh, that he should make, and and we appreciate that about him. Collectively, would you say he's in a little bit of a slump right now because he's missed, uh, I think, five kicks out of his last whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, you're, I don't think you're, and and I don't know what the exact word is, but uh, when you do miss some kicks like that, uh, it's not easy. But we'll see where he's at here. Just just uh, when he gets these these next opportunities and. Uh, we we uh, we know that uh, that he wants to make them, and you got to keep working at it. You can help deserving families by donating a gently used winter coat to the Chicago Bears Jewel Asco Coat Drive at the participating Jewel Asco locations now through February 28th. Donations benefit the Salvation Army. Now more of the Bears Coaches Show with Head Coach Matt Nagy on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. WBBM to the left slot takes the snap play fake again rolling to his right. Goff still looking, now throws, and it's intercepted by the Bears! Threw it into the belly of Roquan Smith, who picked Goff off 11 months ago at Soldier Field. Bears have turned away the Rams here in Los Angeles. Roquan Smith with a big game, Matt. Uh, 11 tackles, had the interception, very active, very lively, as he's been the last few weeks. Uh, Break down that play for us. Yeah, it was a great play, you know, on the naked, the rollout, and uh, he just stayed in pursuit on the over route, and Jared... uh, Ended up throwing it to that over over route, and he made a nice play. And uh, you know, it was a great interception, great timing. And the defense overall, I mean, wow, another low scoring game. Yeah, limit the quarterback. Um, didn't sack him, but there was pressures. And the run game, they adjusted to it over the course of the game. It was much better in the second half. Uh, how would you assess their play, and again, their ability to limit teams from scoring right that that's that's what jumps out to me every week is <clears throat> there's a lot of things that that people look at but really the only one that matters is uh points given up and and i just i appreciate how hard they're playing and how they're keeping opponents out of the end zone uh at times there's field goals instead of touchdowns when you do that uh you're going to have a chance to win and that that's where you know from the offensive side there, there's the frustration because the defense is sitting there and they're they're keeping teams to under 20 points, and when that's the case, uh, you want to be able to come out with more wins. 10-0 and 0 last year, mm-hmm. under 17. 
four and three this year. If that doesn't put it all in perspective, sure. I don't know what does. Sure. Right? No, you're right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, Khalil Mack because um, you know yesterday he didn't he didn't get anything on the stat sheet, uh, the unofficial stats sheet. But overall, looking back through it, I thought he was in on a bunch of plays, uh, but they are running away from him. He's getting two tight ends. It's not going to change, is it? And how? If so, how, how, what do you do? Well, it, no, it's it's never going. As long as he's playing football, <laughs> it's never going to change. He's going to get double, triple, quadruple teamed. It doesn't matter. Teams are going to run away from him. <clears throat> They're going to screen different times to keep him up out. They're not going to let him try to change a game. So what that does is it oper- it opens up opportunities for others to go make plays. And so to me. Um, I really could care less about the stats with Khalil because I know every time he's on that field, he's uh, he's somebody that the that the offense has to know where he's at at all times. They have to scheme around them. So having a guy like that that you need to scheme around, we just tried to do it with ninety nine with uh, Aaron Donald. Uh, it, it affects your game on what you do and, and whatever it is. And uh, so I, I'll always appreciate Khalil on how hard he works, even though he's that man and he's a superstar. Uh, can the game? lose its flavor a little bit for a guy when he's not involved in a lot of plays because they're running away from you and they, you know, I mean. I, Maybe with some people, but yeah, not, not with him. him. Not him. He's, he's, a, he's different. You know, he's really different. Uh, you mentioned at the news conference this morning that you had, an in, and I'm sure you do this every game, an introspective moment looking at the scheme and how plays are, are stacked and called and whatnot. And it has been a challenge for a lot of reasons this year. Some days you don't have enough snaps. Some days you're not even getting through your top 15 when you want to get to them. Um, the tight end position is what it is right now. Uh, all these challenges, as you analyze it, what are, what is that introspective moment like for Matt Nagy yeah. right now? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's for sure. Um, you're, we're going through here th- th- these these uh, this season uh, offensively. You could have told me that this was going to happen. I would have never believed you at the beginning of the year. Uh, it, it just it, it's it's become um, you know something for our guys where we're I, I almost hope that people aren't trying too hard to make things happen, uh, but I feel like I really believe the last couple games we've been able to be more in the direction of what we wanted to be at. Um, yesterday, in regards to the run game, I felt like that could have been a little bit better at times. But just all in all, you know, we know that we, we can be a lot better in every area, whether that's with the players or the coaches. And so uh, in, in more than one way, it's it's been very challenging. And there's you're crazy if you say there's not frustration with it. But all that said, we stick together. And, um, you know, you heard Tariq say yesterday, uh, I just I, I appreciate these guys, who they are as people, and I know we'll rally through it. When you just said uh, you're, uh, you're worried a little bit that people are trying to – too or trying too hard are you no no because i i <laughs> i think there there might have been uh a time early on in the season where you might feel like that that uh, uh are you trying to do too much but uh i've i've i'm i'm past that i'm now at the uh the point here where i know it's about the the players and and uh just trying to put them in the best position possible and understanding that because of the lack of scoring you are getting the same questions the yep. players are getting the same questions every week the answer's clearly on the scoreboard haven't produced how does that become something that doesn't become infectious right in terms of a negative thing yeah well it's it's all about what we believe inside these walls here at Hallis and just understanding that it's okay all all the other stuff is is real and, and people are, are totally entitled to, to have their opinion and feel the way they feel and and I think that that's it's it's healthy because because they care 
they, they care and and but we care too and we just want to make sure that everyone understands that uh that we're really trying we really are trying hard to get it right and uh, uh, we got to stick together and just support each other. Talk to you next week. Matt Nagy on the Bears Coaches Show. Coming up next, Chuck Pagano. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy. And this hour featuring defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano. Once again, the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. Snap, sidesteps to the pocket, going to run it to Gurley off the right side. He's enveloped by a bunch of white jerseys, but fighting in the ball. He's out of the far side of the field. On the ground, still up with it, and the Bears got it. Far side of the field, it's ha-ha. Clinton Dix, the recovery outside the 45-yard line, Rams territory. First snap of the game offensively for the Rams in the gut of Todd Gurley. It was stripped out of there. Eddie Jackson with the swipe. Hey, Bears fans, hit the beach with Spice Adams, Lawrence Greeden, Roy Robertson-Harris, Bilal Nichols, and more of your favorite Bears players on March 1st. Visit applevacations.com slash bears to book your trip to Los Cabos, Mexico today. Here with Chuck Pagano, Bears defensive coordinator. Good evening. How are you? Doing great. Um, we just heard the highlight of uh, Eddie Jackson uh, poking out that ball that aha, Clinton Dix recovered one of two uh, first-half turnovers and playing a lot closer to the line of scrimmage uh, in recent weeks and a lot in this game. The benefits of that for Eddie Jackson are what? Yeah, and obviously great way to start the game. You know, that forced fumble and then you get the uh, the interception. I'm sure we'll talk about later on with Roquan. But uh, it's been kind of a drought, you know, with the turnover, especially, you know, with, with 39. Um, you know, he, he's been frustrated. We've all been frustrated. But great thing about Eddie and the rest of his teammates is they continue to come to work uh, every single day. They had a great week of preparation. Um, turnover Thursday, they call it. We show video. They show video. They talk through a bunch of, you know, forced uh, interceptions, fumbles, those types of things. And uh, we always say if you do it in practice, it's going to happen in a game. And and uh, I think that's obviously a byproduct of uh, of practice and attention to detail, you know, by those players and, and forcing those things during the week and usually shows up on game day. What goes on literally in turnover Thursday when you're meeting? Is there a lot of feedback from the players? Are they saying things or are you just doing all They the put the tape together. We talk about it, and we talk about the keys on Wednesday uh, to stopping a team, and we'll talk about the keys, you know, this Wednesday and and uh, what we have to do to beat the Giants and take away, you know, their best players, things like that. But And then they put the tape together every Thursday, um, and they show the clips of, you know, the quarterback throwing interceptions, the, the strip sacks by the quarterback, uh, the running backs, the receivers, anybody who's turned the ball over. You know, going into that last game, you know, Goff had – 21 turnovers in the last two years, most in the last two years by any quarterback. So uh, they do a great job of it. They take great pride in it, uh, pride in it. So it's uh, it's just something that's been going on here for a while. How would you describe the way the game unfolded for you guys defensively? Because uh, for a great greater part of that game, I mean, I think it was uh, 36 plays in the fourth quarter. That's all the snaps you guys were on the field. So I felt, felt you guys were fresh enough and, you know, adjusted to the way they were running the football. Yeah, and they had a plan coming in, obviously, with the guys that were down, you know, at the receiver yeah. spot for them. Uh, kind of knew that they'd probably come out and, and you know, major in, you know, 12 personnel, run the football, try to get it in third and manageable. Um, proud of our guys, proud of the effort. Uh, they got off the field. They did a nice job. We forced a bunch of punts. Obviously, the two takeaways was huge. Um, always going to be a few plays we'd love to have back. Um, but, again, we didn't do enough. 
you know, and, and they'll be the first ones to tell you, you know, we could have, um, if we would have executed, uh, you know, on a few plays here or there, we wouldn't have given up, you know, the explosive plays that we gave up, uh, you know, which led to a couple touchdowns. But uh, but overall, um, I thought the guys, you know, coaches did a great job. Um, they did a great job preparing. Um, they did a great job, you know, executing the plan. Again, there's a few plays we'd love to have back. Uh, let's talk about that, that, the, a couple of those. The, the cup one, it looked like um, maybe Buster Screen on the 50-yard uh, pass play was expecting safety help on that. Is that what happened there or no? No, we just again we you know we were we were doubling you know uh, and everything on two to six. You know I think that was a third and six situation. Um, that they and it was a nice job on their part from a schematic standpoint of changing things up. Um, it's always been underneath routes. Uh, you know, it's been something at the stick. It's been a Zampezi route, a stick route, an option What's route. What's a Zampezi that, route? That's you know, it's a three by one, and number three dives underneath real hard, and he runs a little option, a little anger route. Uh, they try to clear out some space in there, so. Um, you know, to get him free and get him open, get him some access in, you know, uh, inside and uh, the numbers and, and uh, you know, right at the stick. And, and they went vertical, you know, on us. And uh, it was a good job by, by them. And Chuck Pagano, our guest here on the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. The Bears Coaches Show with defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Curly the back, Trump center, takes kids. Curly, and he's stuffed! Bears fill the hole that was there and jam him up, and it's Roquan Smith, a loss of two. And what may turn out to be one of the bigger plays in this game today, 527 in the third, and the Bears stuff him. And it's fourth and three. Rams will punt the ball back to the Bears. This segment of the Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by CDW. People to get it. Learn more at CDW.com. Chuck Pagano, Bears defensive coordinator, our guest. Uh, Roquan Smith's interception. Uh, really a, another one of the examples of his uh, enthusiasm, his athleticism. His He was playing very fiery yesterday, in my opinion. Yeah, he had an outstanding ball game, obviously. You know, there was a ton of uh, you know stats on the stat sheet when you – uh, when the game was over, um, he played fast. He was physical. He was decisive. Uh, you mentioned the interception play. You know they ran a bootleg, and and uh, you know he found a he found the crosser and stayed with it and got turned around. And man, that that thing came in hot. You know, and it, what a job he did of of collecting that ball and holding on to that ball because I think Fuller was coming from from the sideline back inside to thought he was going to intercept the thing and kind of ricocheted off off of uh, off of fifty eight there, but. Uh, he made a great play and a huge play, and and gave uh, you know gave the ball back to our offense, and and uh, you know that's what we try to do. You know, is we want to go out there and force three and outs, force punts, or take the ball away and give it back to the O. Also, a big third down and one play which we just heard the highlight of. Uh, I think Eddie Goldman split the double team to help out, but Roquan, you know, went downhill and made that play. Yeah, that was a key point in the game. Could have been a total different outcome. No, after that, that, play. that was huge. And again, you know, their game plan was to you know to run it. Move the quarterback around, you know, take some shots down the field, but keep it in, you know, third and manageable. And, you know, we had some third and ones, some third and two, some third and threes, and and the guys did a a great job of, of getting stops in those critical situations. Uh, in terms of Khalil Mack, I know we're going to talk about it probably every week when this happens, and it's going to happen. Uh, and I asked Matt about it. How do you, how do you keep a guy, not getting down about it because. They clearly put two tight ends on him, and they let him have it throughout the course of the game, running away from him most of the time. 
he was he when the plays were in his area, he was there. So he could maybe even get I don't know maybe you guys re recalibrate uh, what the tackle situations are. I know those aren't those are not uh, something that you provide, but uh, overall, what do you do with that? What do you do with a guy like Khalil Mack? I gotta think it's gonna be frustrating, and there's just something about it that just uh, it resonated with me on the plane ride home. He's not in the play. Yeah, I, I you know obviously he is uh, frustrated. Uh, we all are. Um, but that's kind of how, you know, the, the blueprint, everybody's kind of following, you know, and it's week to week when we go in, um, you know, we got to face a great back, uh, you know, coming up on Sunday. So we're going to do everything, uh, that we can to make sure that Barkley doesn't beat us, you know, and every one of our opponents is going to make sure that Khalil Mack doesn't wreck the game. Um, just like last game coach mentioned, you know, number 99, you know, for the Rams, Aaron Donald. You know, you have to start with him. How do we make sure 99 doesn't wreck the game? And that's what everybody's doing. They're making sure in the run and uh, specifically in the pass game that 52 doesn't wreck the game, you know, which opens up, you know, some possibilities for other guys. And those other guys, when that, when that situation arises, they've got to win those They've got to win those matchups. Khalil's a, a great player, uh, better teammate and a better person. Nobody works harder than that guy. Um He's frustrated, but he's a hard charger. What's he telling? He never, you? he never gives, he never gives into it. He never complains. Um, he just keeps going and going and going and going. You know, and it's not like I mean, we've been around a lot of guys. You know, and you know, there's only one football, and you know, everybody wants football on offense. You know, you only got one football out there. You know, everybody wants to make sacks and interceptions, this, that, and the other. Eddie Jackson, you know, uh, thrives on making interceptions and taking the ball away, and finally, you know, got a, a forced fumble yesterday, but. Um, it just happens sometimes, but they do a great job of pushing each other. Um, they do a great job of, we always talk about disappointed, but never discouraged. Um, the great thing is we, we got to come in today and we get to go back to work and we have another opportunity, but these guys are special. It's a special room. It's a special group. And, and, uh, those guys are driven and they're motivated and, and they, they want those things, but they want to win. Bottom line, that's the only thing that matters is winning to them. What's he talk about with you about this, if you, if you could share with Khalil? He's quiet. Yeah. He doesn't say much. Hmm. You know, you can read it. Body language, you know, says a lot, you know, uh, on all those guys. And you see the, you see the frustration in the entire locker room, our whole team, because they got a bunch of guys that are, that are winners and, and want to win. Uh, and they're going to keep doing what they have to do, uh, you know, to make sure that happens. In, in terms of, uh, like, Eddie, wanting turnovers, um, do you worry at all that even now in the weeks to come that they have to avoid not just going for the strip? You got to get the tackle secured first and then go for the strip. Is that a potential byproduct of that frustration? Yeah, you know he was a monster yesterday down around the line of scrimmage. You know, they probably, a lot of people probably thought we moved him to linebacker in that game. Uh, he did a great job, but that's Chuck Pagano, Bears defensive coordinator. One more segment to go here on the Bears Coaches Show. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy continues exclusively on the home of the Bears. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Final segment of the Bears Coaches Show here tonight from PNC Studios at Hallis Hall, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. Chuck Picano, Bears defensive coordinator, our guest. Uh, we'll hear from Matt Nagy coming up again here in a moment. Uh, one more thing on, on Khalil Mack. 
there was one snap, I believe, you, you paired him on the same side with uh, Leonard Floyd and rushed him a little bit on the inside. Um, is that one creative way to try and have them look for him? Yeah, we're always trying to find ways, obviously, to move him around, uh, get him free, get him loosened up. You know, it was a it was a third down. You know, we finally got him into a third and long where we could have actually execute this call that we put in. You know, specifically for that game, and uh, you know they kind of went a little bit up tempo. We got, uh, you know, we got lined up. Um, you know, with those two guys on the same side, we were also bringing you know quit off the off the same side. Um, but like every other. You know, third down. It seems they slid the protection that way, and he did a great they job. Did, of, he did a great job of crossing as many faces uh, that he could. You know, the tackle and the guard and in the center, and and they actually you know got through and put a little bit of pressure on him. So uh, we'll continue uh, to uh, to look at ways to try to find a way to um, you know, get him going again. You know, I I don't know if you watched the the defensive tape of the uh, opposing team, but I I was enamored with the idea that a guy as quick as Aaron Donald, he cuts across three gaps, and he still and he runs on his toes. I don't know what the scouting thing is about that, if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but, boy, he gets, he gets in a hurry to get cover all the – I mean, he winds up, uh, you know, three yeah. gaps away. He's a freak. Isn't it something? He's a freak. He's fun to watch. Yeah, He's he, a freak. He is fun to watch. And so is Saquon Barkley. But, boy, is he a load now. You weren't here last year when they, they played him in uh, – he, what's the best way I can describe it? Akeem Hicks told me you can feel him. Even though he's a young kid, you can feel his power yeah. when, you, when you try and tackle this guy. Yeah. What do you tell your guys on how to get this guy down? Yeah, gang tackle. You know, and the first guy there, you better wrap up, you know, and you better hang on, you know, and then the Calvary's got to come. you got to get multiple hats on this kid. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal football player. I know he's been dinged up a little bit, missed a few games, you know, this season with an ankle, but – you know he's a he's a threat. You know, uh, you know when they hand him the ball, he's a threat in the pass game. Um, you know he can run inside, he can bounce it outside. He's got home run speed, so um, it's going to take uh, all eleven doing their job down after down after down to contain that kid. Giants team comes in six game losing streak. The Bears at Soldier Field on Sunday. And coach, as we wrap up with you, Gibson's Restaurant Groups want to thank you for joining us on tonight's Bears Coaches Show. Here's a gift card to enjoy a meal at any of their Chicagoland locations. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Good luck with your preparation this week. That's going to do it for tonight's show. For Bears head coach Matt Nagy, defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano, and thanks to our producers Dan Barilli, Jordan Treadup, Andy Gersher, and Keith Johnson, I'm Jeff Joniak. Bears-Giants Sunday at Soldier Field, pregame at 9, kickoff at noon. Thanks so much for listening tonight. We'll talk to you on the radio next Sunday. This is News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM.